With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay snack challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name's Mike Brown. Another night, another loss. But as we do every single night here at the Dream Take, we come to you live after every single Houston Rockets game, after every preseason, regular season, <laughs> postseason. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but for real, after every postseason game, one day we will be doing a Dream Take episode after a playoff game. This is not the year as the Rockets are now 48 games into the 2022 2023 regular season, Rockets lose 108 to 103 to the Washington Wizards. Drop their record to 11 and 37. Tough night for the Rockets. They played really well in the first half. Uh, after one, they were up by five. After two, they were up by 15 and then get outscored by five in the third and then by 15 in the fourth. Tough, 
tough second half for the Rockets. For the Wizards tonight, Kuzma had 33 points, including 20 in the fourth quarter. Bradley Beal, 17 points, rather pedestrian for him. Kendrick Nunn in his first game as a Washington Wizard. He had 12 points. David Avija, Mazel Tov to my fellow Jewish individual, David Avija, 10 points tonight. He was a plus seven. Mazel Tov to him. For the Rockets, Jabari Smith, six points. Not a great performance from him. Uh, Two of ten from the field. And as Sean points out, they were up by as many as 18 tonight. They did give up a 30-9 to run to the Wizards, which is unacceptable. K.J. Martin, great night for him. He led the starters with a plus 12, 16 points. He had 13 boards tonight, too. K.J. was good tonight, 34 minutes. Shingoon, 37 minutes, 10 of 16 from the field. He had 11 rebounds and 10 assists, so a triple-double for Shingoon. Great to see three steals, two blocks, three turnovers. Aaron sucked royal ass tonight. Uh, he did have only nine points. He was a negative 21 when he was on the court tonight. Lord have mercy. Um, Jalen Green, a rather pedestrian 19 points, I would say, tonight from our guy, Jay Green. Off the bench, Bruno Fernando did have five points. Tari Eason had five points. Jay Sean Tate had 21 points or 21 minutes, 10 points. Garrison Matthews, six points, and Josh Christopher, six points. Tonight was one of those nights. Like, I'm not mad at the loss tonight. And if you guys are joining me here on Spotify Live, thank you. Number one, number two. As always, you want to join the show, hit that request to speak button. We'll bring you up on stage. We'll talk anything in all things. Rockets, we can talk NBA, we can talk draft, we can talk free agency. Tonight is a smorgasbord of NBA topics. You want to talk anything related to the NBA, anything, whatever, anything goes on tonight's show, hit that request to speak button and you'll bring you up on stage. We'll talk anything you're looking to talk about tonight. If you're listening to this show tomorrow and beyond, thank you. Tweet me at MikeBrown underscore 2020. Always enjoy having Rockets talk or NBA talk or free agency talk with anybody who sends me a tweet. Sean says the Wizards announcers openly asked in the fourth quarter if the Rockets actually wanted to win. You know, I had a thought tonight watching this game because I watched every minute of the second quarter and beyond tonight for the Rockets. Tonight's one of those nights that and there are guys listening to the show right now that have vibed with us for years, has heard me say this multiple times, stats don't matter to me. They don't. I don't care about stats. Stats mean nothing. People may say, they pedestrian Rockets fans, people who don't actually give a rip about the Rockets and just look at the box score, will see that in 29 minutes tonight, Jabari Smith was 2 of 10 from the field. That doesn't speak to what he did tonight. Go Go watch him defensively tonight on Kuzma for most of the game. Yes, he cooked him in the fourth quarter. The kid's a rookie. He's in the first year in his league, in the league. He can't even go enjoy a beer yet, I don't think. Is Jabari Smith 21? Let me see. Uh, he's 19 years old. Yeah, that's what I thought. He's 19. The kid's only going to get better. 
But they look at the stat sheet, and they'll say to themselves, Jabari had a terrible night. Well, he had seven rebounds. He had, did have six points. He only had two turnovers. He had a block, and he played decent defense. And in 29 minutes, he was the Rockets were better with him on the court than they were with him off the court. And that's the thing, Sean says, but Michael, Rockets Twitter is telling me the only thing that matters is the Shangun triple-double. See, that's why it's so funny to me that getting in, getting engaged in talks with these, some of these guys that I've met in real life, you know, a lot of these guys, great people, they don't know shit about basketball. Sorry. I can't hold my tongue with it anymore. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about, and Sean's right, is the, is, is the triple-double. Who cares? It doesn't matter. None of that matters to me. Now, I will say this. As hard as I've been on Shangun, Shangun without KPJ on the court is balling right. Very impressive to me. And he... Tra- he Plays his tail off, man, on both ends of the court. He's not good defensively, but he's trying defensively. I can't ask for much more than that at this point. I give give Shangun all the credit in the world for being a guy that doesn't let this season get to him. He's playing his game. He's doing his thing. I love him being a Houston Rocket. Now, there are people out there that will tell me when we have these types of conversations, well, Mike, you can't say that. And then say stats don't matter. Well, yeah, I can. Because the difference to me is, and I'll say this until I'm blue in the face, nothing else matters but winning games. And here come the, uh, Mike, they're not trying to win games. Why do you keep trying to, say, to you know, push this home? Because that's all that matters in the scheme of things. You're looking at this, if you say that to me, in a very micro version of the Rockets organization. You're looking at this saying, well, this season they need this amount of games to get the number one pick in the draft. Well, you've done that now for nearly three years, and two years in a row, it hasn't worked out for you, fam. And James asked, do you think they would entertain KPJ coming off the bench when he returns? Would I bring him off the bench? I don't know. I don't know, man. I Look, the thing about it, and I'll get back to the Shangun thing because we do need to continue the conversation. Why did you bring Ty Ty Washington up here if you're not going to play him? He, he was a DNP CD tonight. Why? Why is he not playing? If you're not going to play him, then don't draft him. If you're not going to play Garuba, then don't play Garuba. If you're not going to play him, don't draft him. Consistently. Either play him or don't. And get rid of him and admit that you screwed up and start over. And I know, it's one game. But more often than not, both of those guys are not getting meaningful minutes. And I give credit to, to Silas. He played Josh Christopher nine minutes. Anybody who's ever played a lick of basketball knows that unless you're getting consistent minutes night after night, you're not going to get any better. Which, again, fireable offense for GM and coach at this point is Aaron Gordon playing 31 minutes and going 4-14 from the field. Again, shitty coach, shitty owner, shitty GM. 
You want to disagree with that? You can come up on stage. I love these people. And we'll welcome good friend of the show, Adam. I tell people this all the time. When I have these types of takes and people will come after me for these takes and I tell them, you know where to find me at the dream take after every single Rockets game. You can come debate me on any of this. I say it night after night after night. And no one can give me a legitimate reason why I'm wrong on shitty coach, shitty GM, shitty. Adam, my friend, how are you? Doing, doing well. How are Good, you doing brother. tonight? So I, I think tonight was pretty constructive. The Rockets were resilient more so than they yeah. have been other nights. They've been more consistent at least through the first you know, three quarters of the game. Um, and that was no different tonight. I think they were leading by 10 at the end of the third quarter. Um, one thing I, I – so – the issue, my, my issue with Eric Gordon is he's, he's just in the wrong position because what, what this team seems to lack is really a closer. You know, a guy down the stretch that they can go to that is gonna, not going to turn the ball over, that is going to be unselfish, be able to get players involved, and be able to be reliable as a scorer. The Rockets are, I think, the second worst fourth quarter scoring team in the league to Miami, and it's by decimal points. They scored 25 a game. You know, in this modern age, that's that's putrid scoring, you know? Right, right. And, and so I, I, if I look at just kind of, you know, what needs to happen. So I, Eric Gordon is in the wrong position. A person that, a, a person that would be in a position in, in like in, as a substitute for Eric Gordon in terms of a best-case scenario would be like somebody like DeMar DeRozan, you know? A guy that, you know? Well, I, I love Demar, but the thing is, you have that guy, Adam. You have that guy on your roster right now. They just don't go to him often enough. It's Jalen Green. If it's not Jalen Green, why did you draft him? I think a guy like Jalen, any young player, you got to te- you got to be able to teach them to be a closer. You know, you got to be able to teach them to to take lessons from from veterans and. The young guys, they're not, they're not learning from Eric Gordon anymore. Maybe they learned everything they could. Maybe Eric Gordon has just not been receptive to given instruction. He's checked out, you know, and, you know, and maybe that's not, he's not necessarily to blame for what he's had to go through over the last two and a half years. But ultimately, like, I, I think there needs to be some teaching. And if that's not being done by Eric Gordon as a veteran or by the coaching staff, there needs to be somebody there that, you know, that, that's, that, you know, that can do that. You know, I, I look at kind of like the top fourth quarter scores this, you know, this year, uh, you know, DeMar's been there the last two or three years, obviously uh, the, the name that and is surprising me in that list is uh, Franz Wagner. You know, I think he's like fifth in terms of fourth quarter scoring. Now, obviously like, you know, yeah. like, uh, you know, there's no comparison. I'm just saying like there needs to maybe, maybe be a different veteran, Maybe that veteran needs to be a point guard so they can, you know, manage the turnovers that, you know, that they just get turnover happy in these fourth quarters. And, and also, you know, we can talk about Silas again. We don't have to, again, you know, the Wizards went on the 12-2 run, you know, in the fourth quarter to start the fourth, no timeout. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, you got a lot of similar issues, but. We kind of see what what the Rockets need and where they're deficient, and you know I see some growth. I, I see growth in certain areas. 
I see growth in certain areas, but my problem, it's not even a problem, man. It's like, Adam, this, this show is a microcosm of what we point out is so visible to me as a fan that it's shocking that this front office just doesn't get it. You know, like what James has said. James has said this since the beginning of the year, so props to him. The Boban pickup was laughably stupid. Why is he on this roster? There's no viable reason. People will say, oh, he's a good veteran presence. For what? The team sucks. Why are you wasting a roster spot on him? Why are you not going to a G League team and plucking out a seven-foot guy and I don't have a name right offhand, but come on, it's we can find a guy, a project. I don't care who it is. I mean, a project. Uh, you, you, Anybody. Boban is he's a secondary mascot. He's a guy that the Rockets feel like in a year where there's such bad vibes and bad energy, you know, he'll bring some good vibes, some laughs. But you know, to your point, yeah, why, why don't you just get Taco Fall in there? You know, a guy that has a you know the same you know the same chance to to contribute. You know, not very much, but a little. You know, he's a younger player. Maybe you can develop him into, into something. He's never going to be a starter in this league, but yeah, it's a wasted it's a wasted spot. It's just uh, you know it's 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 good for their social media, I guess. You know that that's it. That bingo, right? It's all about content. To me, that's what loser organizations do, is do something for content. And I think it's cool. Don't get me wrong. Tonight, they did Alperin Shangoon bobblehead night. That's cool. Tomorrow night, it's what? The Undertaker? I'm a wrestling guy. Or I grew up a, a, uh, an Undertaker fan. I think that's really cool what they're doing tomorrow. You know what teams have to do? Or do you know why teams do promotions like that? Is when they suck. And they try and pander to the fans and get them in the building. Good teams don't do that. Good teams don't have to. Good teams say, we have enough people that if you don't want to come to the game tonight, we'll go find people to come to the game tonight. We're we're not worried about that. And that's the state of the Rockets right now is we're almost, we're all in this holding pattern, right? Of the end of the year. Everyone just can't, everyone can't wait until the end of the year. For a third straight season, Adam. It's, 50-50, 50-50, it's a, it's a coin toss. They're either going to be idiots or they're going to be geniuses at the end of the year, you know, and it all depends on if they get a top two pick. But that's kind of, that's what it is. And they've, they've made their bed. They're not going to, they're not going to deviate from that plan. And they, they understand that. They understand they're going to get criticism. It still doesn't solve the problem though. They don't, they it doesn't don't. matter if they get the number one pick. Do you agree with that or no? Cause I, even if they get the number one pick, it's going to be special. This is going to be a really fun team. Still doesn't solve your problem. Well, the, you know, the, the job, you know, as a, I think as a Rockets fan, you know, and what collective Rockets fans need to do is to plan, you know, to be able to push them to understand, you know, we know you're, we know you're tanking, but listen, this is, this is the last year we're accepting that these bad decisions, like, don't think of, don't even think about bringing Silas back next year. Cause I think that's a possibility. I think there's a 35, 40% chance Silas is back next year, regardless. I quit. I swear to God, Adam, I will quit. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down. 
we break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hidden. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. I, I I won't cover another year of him. And there's a reason why, to peel the curtain back a little bit. Through the dream shake, I'm sure I couldn't request a media credential and be able to go down to the stadium. I don't want to. I have no interest. Because I will, I will be the one, y'all trust me on this one, I would be the one to ask a question I probably shouldn't be asking, and I probably wouldn't be welcome back. Let's just be honest, right? You guys know me well enough at this point. I don't want to do that because I can't do it. I can't do another year. It still doesn't take away from the fact, even if they get the number one pick, Adam, they have a bad coach and they have a bad GM. But if uh, if he's truly a generational talent, a multi generational talent, that makes that that you know that that makes up for a lot of ills. You know, Dallas doesn't have a good organization. If you ask their fans, they just have a they have a top three, possibly a top two superstar in the league, and that makes up for a lot of a lot of issues. You know, well, yeah, but it also look at the rest of that roster. The worst thing that they, that front office did was let. Uh, Brun- let Jalen Brunson. It was terrible. It was a terrible decision because they, did, and, they and didn't buying, replace him and buying into their hype uh, of getting to the Western Conference Finals last year. You know. Well, yeah, but at the end of the day, here's the thing, right? Is some fan bases will accept that. Dallas, I don't think is one of them. I love Cuban. I think Cuban's a top seven owner in the league. I would say he's up there. I love the dude. I, I think he's a genius. Um, but I think he gets in his own way too much. The thing about it is, again, nobody can talk me out of this ever. The goal is a title. If you don't win a title, you failed. Period. Because what else are we talking about? Why else do we do these shows is my question. Why do we break down every single game? It's because we want the team to get to a level where they are competing for a title. Well, Michael, we're not going to be good until 2025. Miss me with that shit, dude. Sorry. I've cursed a lot on tonight's show, and I really don't care at this point. Um, You're you're talking about mentality, and I agree with that. I also just see an issue with just the – you can call it culture. You can call it philosophy. 
I, I like to think of that as philosophy more so. You know, we Maury's gone, D'Antoni's gone, all these guys are gone, but there's not there's not creativity, there's not innovation that's taken place with Stone. Stone is basically using the same playbook as Maury, and they still got this helio, heliocentric kind of offense, you know, that they're pushing, and they still act like they got a hardened like you know level player there, and so you just got a you got a power vacuum that. Is just alternating between KPJ and Jalen trying to act like James Harden. And it's, you know, that, that's been the biggest, that's been one of the biggest problems. You know, you got to understand, you got to adjust your philosophy to your, to your talent, to your, to your personnel. And they just, they don't have a, they've never had a vision of that. They've never, you know, these guys are just Raphael Stone. He's not, think, think about all the guys that, that were under Maury that got general manager or front office positions. Raphael Stone just he lucked out because he just was he just stayed the longest, you know? He got the job being here the longest, you know, Monty McNair, all these guys, all these guys that are leading other organizations and doing well. Like Stone isn't the best of those, you know? Like Stone is just the leftovers and he just got lucky. You know? Well, and I do have we do have some breaking news here on the show. Per Kelly Eco, friend of the Dream Shake. He says, this might be the angriest I've ever seen Steven Silas for any availability in three years. Wow. He just tweeted that 13 minutes ago. Silas says, it's disappointing, unacceptable play. Uh, per Adam Spillane of Sports Talk 610, an angry Steven Silas called the Rockets' fourth quarter performance unacceptable. He also states, angriest I've seen Silas after a game in three seasons. Where was this like two and a half years ago? Where was know? it? He's pandering. This is pandering. This is all it is. Yeah. Where, where was it in the fourth quarter? I didn't see that. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I watched the game. I didn't see it. I didn't. You know. Did they that's call a, that's a great point. Did they, did they call a timeout in the fourth quarter? I don't. You know, like they didn't stop any of these yeah. runs. You know. Uh, it's a great point. And you know, I, Adam, it's almost like. I mean, what do we say at this point? It's like, where do we go? And we had a we had a meeting today at the Dream Shake, peeling back the curtain again a little bit. People are people are checked out, man. I know, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you guys. You know, people are checked out on this on this team, on this franchise. Do you see the do you see the attendance there tonight, Tillman? Do you get it? Do you get it right now? Do you feel what we have been talking about for two and a half years? You know, when you don't spend money on your roster, your team will suck. When you have a bad GM, your team will suck. When you have a coach that doesn't get it, your team will suck. Your fans don't care. They don't. No, no, we, we, they're, they're, they're chasing likes and retweets and posting about triple doubles. For for guys, no one cares. And it sucks. And I can't thank the people who listen to this show night after night, Adam, you and James and Sean and 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 I'm and all these all you guys, right? But do you know what it's like people don't understand what it feels like? We should be doing when this team was good, people in this room, we would have 50, 60, 70, 100 people. It's under 10 people a night which is great. I love doing the show with you guys. But the bottom line, and this has not changed, 
is people are checked out. They don't care. If I was you guys, I will, I'm telling you guys, do not go to the games. Do not give your money to this franchise. They don't deserve it. They had what? A good performance the other night. Great. Congrats. Really happy for you. What do you want me to do? You want me to go jump off a bridge of excitement because you're what? 11 and 37 now? No, I'm not doing it. And let's, let's say, and this, the Wizards, they're, they're on a back to back. They've won four games yeah, in a row now. Yep. I think, I think Minnesota was on a back to back when we beat them. Like we're, we're getting, you know, we're getting some favorable kind of schedule, scheduling here as well. And I mean, so yeah, the, the thing that's the worst about this lack of interest from just Rockets, Fans, because there are a lot of Rockets fans. They're just they're just checked out for this year, or until or until they get good again. It's I, I think it has an 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 special. I just hope it doesn't have a it d- doesn't deteriorate kind of Jalen's kind of mentality. Because right now, the worst thing, if I'm thinking a worst case scenario, Jalen's like, yeah, I'm good. You know, every every week and a half, I'll score thirty five, forty. And, you know, I'll be trending on Twitter. And the rest of the time, if I go six for 19 again, no one's going to say anything. You know, it's either nothing or, or you know, congrats. And I hope, I hope he's still holding himself to that same high standard. He's still being hard on himself. I hope the coaching staff is being hard on, on him. I hope that's the case, you know. And so, like, when we criticize Jalen Green, it's not—it's because we see how great he is. And we see that, just like you said last night or the other night, there's not many players in the league, much less in his draft class, that can put up 40 and do it efficiently and, and be that athletic, you know? And, yeah. and so, we, we, you know, when you criticize someone, it's because sometimes because you, 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 you feel, you know that they can do better, you know? And Yeah. Well, and I also think the offensive system does our guys no justice. It just doesn't, man. I mean, Shangoon is thriving in a system. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. Silas has never been a part of a system where a big man, a offense is run through a big man. He didn't do it in Dallas. He didn't run his offense through Porzingis. He ran it through Doncic. You know, that huge, great offense that everyone lauds him for, <laughs> lost in the first round. Um there's there's preparation here that's being that's that issue as well because they try to run the same offense so you see you see him start in the fourth quarter they're trying to run the offense through Shingun. the problem is the Rockets are still playing at a seventy percent you know uh, pace or seventy percent kind of effort level the other team has raised it to hundred hundred ten percent they're playing like they're in, like they're in the playoffs and the Rockets just they don't adjust to that you know and that's I think that's where the turnovers come about. And that's where you have to blame the coaching staff. You got to prepare these players to be able to, you know, to 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 be able to 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 break a press, to be able to handle the ball better, and you know, not make careless turnovers and and no kind of time and situation to not try to throw a lob from half court when you're only up by you know four, you know, like with three minutes to go. You know, you got to know those things, you know. But they're playing they're you know they're they're stuck in that highlight loop you know like and yeah well and you're looking you're looking at a tweet and i want to talk about these tweets coming in as they come in kj martin we got punched in the mouth and didn't respond well facts it's coaching it's also lack of leadership on the court when your team performs the way they performed in the fourth quarter they don't have a leader yet on the court 
The Rockets just don't. And I don't think we should be saying, all right, yeah, I miss KPJ. I, I don't want us to fall into that trap because they play well for three quarters and they've been playing badly even you know, in the fourth quarter and falling apart you know, with KPJ, falling apart earlier. They're playing better. KPJ is not the answer. He's not, he's not the kind of sole problem either. They still need, you know, whether you want to call it a closer, whether you want to call a game manager, whatever the case may be, you need somebody that you can trust out there to possess the ball, to offense, to, to instruct, and you don't have that. Well, you have a guy on the roster, though. You have a guy. Well, you know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about Ty Ty Washington. Yeah. If you don't think he's that guy, why did you draft him? Like you hit the nail right on the head. And Leston makes a phenomenal point in the chat. It's time to build, not rebuild. Well, you might have pieces for the building process, Adam. You know what I mean? They just they don't use them right. You know, it's you know, tonight, what did the Rockets give up in the front court against uh what's uh what's his name? Gafford had nine points, eight rebounds off the bench. I mean, they did okay. They could have used a guy like Garuba on the boards tonight. You know, they had, what, 48 rebounds, Rockets had. Yeah, I mean, we out-rebounded him by nine, but it didn't feel that way. You know, I would have liked to have seen Garuba in these games. They need to start identifying their talent that they want around and cut the fat off of them. Pun intended, Eric Gordon is the fat on this team. He doesn't fit. Trade him. Let him go. There was, a, there was a report today, Adam. The Lakers are interested in Gordon. Good. Send him there for anything. I don't even care what it is at this point. Just open up playing time. It was 31 minutes of playing time tonight, right? What could you have done with those 31 minutes? Play Josh Christopher more than nine minutes? Give Tari Eason more than 19 minutes? Jay Sean Tate was a plus 16. For people who don't know what that means, that means that when he's on the court, the Rockets were 16 points better than the Wizards tonight. If he's a plus 16, Adam, why is he only playing 21 minutes and he only had two fouls? Is there any reason in the world why he should not have played more than 21 minutes tonight? Uh, it would be nice if uh, if those, you know, the press corps, you know, that enjoy kind of the, you know, the media food food and all the other stuff would ask some of these questions but that's the that's the thing that's most disappointing i have no sense of who who steven silas is after three years i don't know how how he thinks i don't know you know i and that's why that's what that's what makes it so easy to criticize him because i can't sympathize with this guy because i don't i don't know if he actually cares as my, I don't, if you're a fan and you don't think your coach cares as much as you do, which obviously is laughable, these, you know, obviously they're more invested than we are. But when you f- just have a visceral sense of that, like they don't care as much as you, that means, you know, you're going to not treat them as human beings. You're going to be more callous towards them. And, and that's their fault. You know, like there's, we just don't have a great sense of who these people are, that they actually care what the plan is. And that's what they owe the the fans if they want people to be engaged. And they don't they don't care. Maybe they don't want us to be engaged. They want us they want they want to be, be able to wait till they're good again to engage us. But maybe they don't think they owe that. 
<sighs> I don't know, man. I mean, I, it's a great point. You know, it's all great points. I don't know. I have no idea. Adam, thank you for joining the show, my man. I'm going to wrap the show up tonight. All right, brother. This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Tech Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We'll be back live here on Spotify Live tomorrow night after the Rockets' next home game back-to-back. So you guys get to hear us two nights in a row. How lucky are y'all? Rockets, again, play tomorrow night against the Cleveland Cavaliers inside of Toyota Center, 7 o'clock tip. We'll be back on Spotify Live as soon as the game is over. If you're on Twitter, follow the Dream Take at the Dream Take. Follow the Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. Follow Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner. If you're on Facebook, search the Dream Shake. Give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, the Rockets dropped to 11 and 37 on the season with a 108 to 103 loss to the Washington Wizards. We'll talk with you tomorrow night, Rockets fans. And until next time, go Rockets. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lifting contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. There are a lot of people fighting to make the world more just today, but a lot of work remains. That's why Macy's Inc. has doubled down on their commitment to create positive societal change through Mission Everyone, an enterprise-wide social purpose platform. Mission Everyone dedicates $5 billion of the company's spend through 2025, directed towards the partners, products, people, and programs that help create a more equitable and sustainable future. To learn more about how Macy's Inc. is supporting a brighter future with bold representation for all, check out Macy's.com slash purpose.